What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. your boy Ant Wright. Thank you again for listening in. I know I just put out a pod yesterday, but as you guys know, news has dropped that uh, Imani Bates has committed to Michigan State. Um, I did put out a breakdown on him like a month or two ago, so check that out to kind of see what type of player he is. Um, You know, I would say he's very similar to like a Kevin Durant, Paul George type of type of guy, uh, about 6'9", uh, like a shooting guard wing, really good ball player, uh, number one ranked in his class, and I believe the uh, number one ranked player, regardless of class, uh, despite being, you know, 16, <laughs> 16, and I believe he's exactly 16 and a half as of the 29th of this month. Um we got an alert, like an alert type of deal, where there was a lot of murmuring saying that on there's going to be a Sports Center segment, and um, you know there was going to be some announcement for Amani Bates, which kind of came out of left field. You know, we turn on the to the uh, Sports Center and it's Cam Newton for like, so I turned it on starting at like noon. But it was like Cam Newton for legit an hour and 45 minutes in a row. Like, it was ridiculous. Um, Just Cam Newton season. He's going to the Patriots and all that fun stuff. But it finally came around to Amani and pretty much said a whole bunch of, uh, you know, he said nothing that really shocked outside of the the, uh, Prep Academy stuff. You know, we all knew he was going to go to Michigan State. Uh, June 15th came around. That was about two weeks ago. June 15th came around. That is the first day that sophomores can be called by colleges. And um, Michigan State was the only school, literally the only school to call Amani Bates. No other school called. So if, if you're talking about, you know, Izzo 1-1 over K and Roy and all these guys, nobody else recruited him. Like they just decided not to. And, um, but, but Izzo stuck with this dude ever since he was in like middle school. And, um, so yeah, like nothing really was like big in terms of the announcements except the Ipsy Prep Academy. And, um, 
I've had a lot of people question, you know, and, you know, ask me whether it's DMs or tweets or, you know, text, you know, you know, how can he just set up his own thing? Like, look, if you get the right people in place, you could accomplish pretty much anything you want to do. I mean, the family is a Nike team in Detroit. Nike reached out to Elgin Bates, which is Amani's dad, and was like, hey, Elgin, we'll give you your own team. Have your own AAU team. They're called Bates Fundamentals. They're on the EYBL circuit. So, and there's there are plenty of examples around the country of, you know, pop-up academies who are, you know, doing things the right way and by the book, you know, popping up and playing some games and probably going to be defunct in about – Two years, like as as soon as um um Amani's gone. So Finley Prep, if you know anything about them, Finley Prep uh, was one of the bigger prep schools several years ago. And the way they operated, they had guys take classes at nearby private schools. Um, I believe it was like it was like uh, Henderson Catholic or Henderson Christian or Henderson something, but they were taking classes there, but they all lived with the with a UNLV booster, <laughs> which is really interesting accommodation in how they went about business. But um, a lot of big-time prospects came through there, and they pretty much <laughs> – my son is with me, so sorry about that um, – so they pretty much went from, like, went from school, and but they would go to their basketball entity and they will play a national schedule. Um, it sounds like Ipsy Prep Academy is going to do something, something's very very similar. Um, you know, I've heard that you know Amani likes it at Lincoln and he's not going to leave there, and that confused some people. So that's making me believe that you know. Ipsy Prep Academy is going to be a lot like what Finley did, um, where he could still take classes at Lincoln, but he is going to play under the guise of uh, Ipsy Prep Academy and play a national schedule, which they've already scheduled Montverde and IMG. That's going to be huge. That's going to be big for them. And this answers a lot of my questions uh, because his dad has some really weird quotes the other day that was super confusing. Uh, no longer confusing because now it all makes sense. He was talking about how, you know, Amani, you know, like, you know, he was upset that the SEC white and red wouldn't accommodate for Lincoln to play the better schools out of Ann Arbor. They need more competition and all that stuff. But on the national scope, on an, on a national scope, really like going from Chelsea or going from Dexter to Huron Skyline, you know, no disrespect to those schools, but on on a national scale, that is a lateral move. So those quotes kind of like didn't make sense to me, but now it makes sense because they he had all of this in the back burner, so now it makes sense. So they're going to increase competition for sure. You know, going from the Dexters and, you know, you're playing Celine to playing Montverde, IMG, Huntington, some of these prep schools who have five or six high major guys, 
not, you know, maybe one or two mid, mid guys and then maybe a couple other guys who play AAU. Uh, this is a huge jump. And so it does make sense now on what he was talking about in terms of increasing his competition. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, BetOnline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you need even more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets to check out. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. So, yeah, coming back, you know, Amani to MSU, what really does that mean? You know, people are going to speculate, is he going to come there? Is he not? Is he committing there just to, like, you know, this, that, and the third? Look, don't speculate. Just don't do it. It'll drive you crazy. Uh, in my opinion, for me, I think I'm more in the dark now than I was before today. And the main reason is, you know, I'm looking at it like, like before, okay, we know, okay, we knew that Amani was a heavy Michigan State lean then they were the only school to call him. That was the only school he would even commit to. That's, you know, the, the main thing. The other thing, the whole reclassifying. Uh, his dad came out and said that he is set to graduate end of next year, which would allow him to reclassify. But, you know, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing where people also knew about that as well, too knew about the reclassification, and they knew about the Michigan State deal. What they did not know about is this Ipsy Prep Academy situation. Um, that is going to be really interesting to see what happens with that. Um, but there's a lot of vague verbiage. If you go back and really, really listen to the interview itself, just a lot of vague verbiage and um, – very, very gray. They're they're doing a really good job at not keeping things black and white, but pretty much they like left us in this gray area that got even grayer. Um, here's where I'm at with it. In my opinion, the better MSU's class is 2021, if he's able to reclassify, the better that class is, the more likely I believe. Uh, Amani will go there. This is not an Isaiah Todd situation because Isaiah Todd was a bit older, so he had more options. Uh, this is not a Josh Christopher situation. Josh trolled the entire country knowing the whole time he was going to stay in the Pac-12. This is very unique, and it, it is very interesting. No other schools recruited him, and it is... I'm just saying you have guys out there like Max Christie who is watching this unfold. You have Michigan State who needs a point guard. You know, where are they going to go? Um, Michigan State is, you know, they can have one of the top classes that they've ever had. 
just because Amani was the first one to really say, hey, let's do this thing. So now it's going to be Pierre Brooks in the 2021 class. Um, if he were to reclassify, Amani would join him. You have Max Christie looking at things. If Max Christie now joins 2021, maybe Amani would reclassify there as well. I think way too many people are just are just assuming that he's not going to step foot on campus when I don't think that's the deal. I don't think people should even start speculating until there's an announcement that he is or will not reclassify. I think that's going to be the trigger on what sets off, which really sets off, okay, this is what, you know, this is really what's about to happen. Um, if he does not reclassify, in my opinion, he'll be gone. I know they said no G League, but if Clutch wants to sign and wants to get him an eight-figure shoe deal, why would you go to college? Really, like why would you go? If he were to reclassify, you know, he's it's it's really two options. You go to MSU. No, it's three options. You go to MSU. You go to Michigan State. Um, you go overseas and play. Or you take a year off and you just train. That's Those are the only three options. Why is the reclassify and why is not reclassifying, why is that such a big deal? It's a big deal because of his age. Um, he is in a very interesting situation. Um, he was born the end of January 2004. So he is 16 years old all year long, okay? Keep that in mind. In the year of 2021, he's going to be 17 at the oldest. So he will be ineligible for any type of pro contract in the U.S. if he chooses to reclass. That's why there's so many layers to this thing. And really, I mean... You know, nobody really knows except him. And it's going to be interesting to see how the prep school route goes for him. I want to see. Oh, really? <laughs> you want to be on this too? It's going to be interesting. I want to see how Montverde stacks up. I want to see how IMG reloads. I want to see how Sierra Canyon reloads. You know, they're going to play some big names. But these are teams that were really good this past year, but they graduated a bit. I want to see who ends up going to these schools because maybe they want a piece of Amani as well, too. So um, they did put out, you know, Ipsy Prep Academy. They did put out a roster. And if you go and look at that video, Javon Han is about 6'2". All right, Javon Han is about 6'2", long dreads. He is like, he he looks like he's like 5'10", but he's really not. That just shows you how big these dudes are. Um, this is a legit thing, in my opinion. I think that, um, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to run up against some tough competition. But, you know, you have a guy like Jaden, Jaden Akins, Jaden Akins. He is being recruited hard by both Michigan and Michigan State. Jane Agins is going to be joining Amani on this IPC Prep Academy basketball team. What happens there? You know what I mean? 
Um, you know, you want to go where, you know, you want to go, you know, where what's best for you, but you want to be comfortable when you're there. Not too comfortable, but comfortable, but uncomfortable enough to where you have a lot of room to fight and improve. Um, so Akins will be joining him. Uh, you know, you know, who knows what those guys are saying in terms of Michigan, Michigan State. What your boys say about you and, you know, say to you means a lot. Uh, holds a lot of weight, probably more weight than it should, but that's just kind of how it goes. And um, really interesting turn of events all around. But, you know, as of today, you have you have Amani Bates it's committed to Michigan State. Very vague still on his future in terms of what that holds. What he is solidified on is Ipsy Prep Academy will be a thing for the 2020, 2021, um, you know, year. Uh, hopefully COVID calms down and we find a vaccine. So we'll actually see some of these games, uh, which leads me to my next point. The MHSAA are the, the devil. They are the worst. I hope every elite player continues to leave, and I hope they continue to do it on a national scale. Having Amani make that announcement on national television is awesome because it's an indictment straight to John Johnson, the head of the MHSAA board. They are ridiculous. They have the most 1800s medieval rules uh, and they don't want to change them. Why, if someone goes to a camp and they show out and they bust everybody's tail, but they can't play in the all-star game because you may mess with their, because the MHSAA will mess with their eligibility. That doesn't make sense at all whatsoever. Why is that? Why can't schools determine they can play whoever they want to play? That's not taken away from the 99. You're taken away from everybody. Like, how cool would it be if a school who has a couple of Division II prospects goes down to a tournament in Kentucky and does well? You have no clue what you're taking away. I saw something else about wrestlers. Wrestlers aren't even able to compete in these national tournaments because MHSAA will not let them. Why? Why? They are the worst. And their response is they, you know, they want to stick to their mission. They were founded in the 1920s. A lot has changed since then. Social media has changed. Me and John Beeline can take a piss beside each other now. Things have changed. Why isn't the MHSAA changing and adapting with these changes? I don't know, but I hope this continues to happen until they can take their heads out of their rear ends because this is embarrassing. And this has been happening for the last several years because now kids are waking up, parents are waking up, they're seeing that the MHSAA is so far behind. Why I'm not that I'm not advocating for this, but why can I see a Texas versus Nevada football game and and on national television and Texas basket Texas is known for football. Why do their basketball seasons why do they get to play between 30 and 45 games? Why is Michigan limited to 20? 
not only limited to 20, you're limited on who you can play, not just who you can play, where you can play. Oh, and if you play a, if you can have 10 Division One players playing a school with 10 Division One players, it won't be televised. It's not allowed because we have a deal with Fox. Who cares? If you want to do what's best for you, if you want to do what's best for the MHSAA, what's best for the kids, what's best for the culture that is Michigan, these rules are way too stringent. They are ridiculous. They, like, this is, these are, you have Jim Crow rules in 2020. Why is that? I don't understand at all whatsoever. The MHSAA, you are on Dan Dockage level of garbage. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.